Welcome to Check It Out, a Westerville Public Library podcast where librarians share what we like and where you can find it. I'm Jordan, an adult services librarian. I'm Megan. I'm also an adult services librarian. And I'm David, supervisor of the Innovation Lab. Okay, we're back once again. Guess what, guys? I have an icebreaker for you. Today's icebreaker. Imagine we're allowed to travel places and we're on a road trip. We stop at a gas station. What are you going to pick up at that gas station? Drinks, snacks. What's your order? I'm going to get, this is what I get nearly every single time I go on a road trip, a Diet Dr. Pepper Mm -hmm. or a Fanta. What flavor of Fanta? Orange. Okay. Okay. Although I prefer Fanta everywhere else in the world. We can't get the good stuff here. Mm. So, And then for the snack part, I get the berry flavor Skittles and the Gardettos that are just the rye chips. Oh. Yeah, I think rye chips are underrated in those like- They're the best part. Like in, like in a Chex Mix. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they're underrated. They're so good. Nice. How about you, David? That's such a tough question, man. Um, if I'm in a car and I'm not driving and I'm snacking, my go-to snack is always some sort of chip. And mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of kettle chips. Okay. So like, especially kettle brand. So if they if there are like jalapeno chips, that's usually nice. kind of my go-to snack if I'm going to get something that way. And also, something that I don't really eat too often, uh, but uh, a roller dog. Oh. If there's a, like a- <laughs> I don't know what that is. Well, like just like the hot dogs that they sell but are done on the rollers. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So if they're there and they're not disgusting because yeah. you can get them at a much cheaper rate than you would at the movies or anything, like I'd always oh, get yeah. one of those. Uh, so yeah. Uh, and I'm, I don't really drink soda or anything like that. So just a, a, probably a big bottle of water. All right. Uh, so for me on a road trip, a lot of the time, I when I drive, I get tired. Like I just get real sleepy unless like I have something to do. And so I like something chewy and usually I'm going to go with like a Sour Patch Kids. Mm. And I like to mix that up with like a, like one of those like zero monster energy drinks. It's usually my energy drink of choice. So the two of those are a good combination for keeping me awake. <laughs> so that's usually my go-to. You get Sour Punch straws and actually put it in the can and drink out of those? <laughs> Uh, and then just have a heart attack. <laughs> no, David, I'm an adult. <laughs> I take a big bag of Sour Patch Kids. I shovel them into my mouth like an adult. <laughs> All right, so let's get into our picks. Um, here are some suggestions from us librarians that you can check out at home. Uh, I'll go first. And today's pick is going to be a comic you can find on Hoopla. It's the comic Black Science. Uh, it's written by Rick Remender and illustrated by Matteo Scalera and Dean White. So the title, Black Science, is kind of a play on black magic, and uh, it all involves uh, kind of a rogue scientist. His name is Grant McKay, and he creates this device that can teleport people to alternate universes. Of course, something goes wrong, and the device malfunctions and begins sending people to random places in the universe, or at least alternate dimensions and stuff like that. So it scatters him, his family, and some of his like science team across all these different worlds, And he is trying to find a way to get back to all of them to make their way back home. So through the comic, you know, you get to experience all these strange other worlds. They're all really surreal. They'll have like talking animals or like strange living plants and weird like pyramid god creatures. It's very, very weird. The art style is very bright and colorful, uh, very dynamic. It kind of gives you that like pulp adventure feel like hopping through a sci-fi world should do, I think, you know. 
So yeah, I, I really enjoy that series. Um, I think it's still ongoing. I've fallen a little bit behind. It says here that it went until September 2019. Okay. Yeah. But that's one that I really enjoy. So that's Black Science by Rick Remender on Hoopla. That's awesome. Sounds intriguing. I might have to check that out. Check it out. All right. So for my pick today, I would like to recommend The Bear and the Nightingale by Catherine Arden. Uh, it is the first book in the Winter Night Trilogy. And if you're the sort of person that doesn't like to start a series until it's completed, you will be happy to hear that this trilogy has been completed. I read this book for my book club, and then I ended up reading the two sequels within the next week because I loved it so much. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) It takes place in medieval Russia, sort of during the transitional phase between, you know, what would be considered the pagan beliefs of the native Russians and the Orthodox, the Russian Orthodox Church kind of gaining a foothold and wielding more influence. So basically the central conflict of the book revolves around like old magic being pushed out by Christianity. And the main protagonist is a young woman, um, girl who turns into a young woman throughout the course of the book um, named Vasya, who is a witch, but of the like, I speak to the house spirits and animals like me and fairies will reveal themselves to me kind, not like Mm -hmm. cackling over a (laughs) stew pot and eating children kind. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So it's basically about her like rebelling against this strict patriarchal Christian society that is not only misogynistic, but it's also destroying the the old gods and the old magic of the old country and um this girl trying to bridge those two worlds without like compromising herself or her values and it's called the winter night trilogy because there's a god in russian folklore of winter and she ends up interacting with him in various ways throughout the series If you're into fantasy that kind of re-examines and reworks traditional folklore, even if you're not familiar with Russian folklore, Mm because I definitely wasn't before this, I just found it really interesting the way that she incorporated all of these things that are obviously cultural traditions into uh, an imagining of like, well, if all those things were real, then what would that like clash? How might that have played out if magic was real in Russia and the the Orthodox Church started to take over? Yeah. So yeah, it's uh, just a very good, I'd say like historical fantasy. Mm-hmm. Um, that's The Bear and the Nightingale by Catherine Arden. And it's available as an ebook on both Cloud Library and Libby. Cool. Check it out. All right, David. Yeah, so for my pick, I'm going to choose a movie uh, that you could actually uh, access from the library itself on DVD. It's an adaptation of a children's book, and it's one of my favorite movies ever. And that is The Fantastic Mr. Fox. Oh, oh my gosh. I love that movie. <laughs> it's it's one of my favorites. It's a, a 2009 adaptation of a 1970 uh, novel by Roald Dahl, uh, you know, famous for writing Charlie and the Chocolate Factory uh, James and the Giant Peach, the BFG, the Twits. Matilda. Yeah, Matilda. Yeah. Uh, another one uh, that, that a lot of people know that had a famous movie adaptation. I loved the books growing up. And so then when I was in college in 2009 and when the uh, 
movie was coming out and it was actually being done by Wes Anderson, so a director whose other work I had liked already. I was really excited for it. And so uh, it's a, a movie that every couple of years I end up rewatching and loving. Uh, so for those who have never seen it or aren't familiar, it stars the uh, the titular Mr. Fox, who is fantastic. It, uh, he is- And played by George Clooney. Yes. Voiced voice. by George Clooney in this film, a very sort of suave- guy who is trying uh, his hardest to be on the straight and narrow to live a, a normal sort of family life. But there's a lot of themes in the book, but also specifically in the movie. It's towing the line between being sort of true to yourself, but then also like adapting and surviving. Uh, so having watched it recently, um, there are a lot of different themes about the film that I think kind of really stuck out to me. His wife is played by uh, Meryl Streep and their son is actually voiced by a common sort of collaborator with Wes Anderson, uh, Jason Schwartzman. It's all about, yeah, people kind of not fitting in, how one fits in with their community. Um, also just people that are sort of tyrants and people that are forced to sort of deal with with those tyrants. It was great because watching this recently with um, my four-year-old daughter, if you are a parent, you're often, you know, have to watch a lot of kids animated films mm-hmm. and you start to run the gamut of the ones that are like, you know, really interesting and have layers to them and other ones that, you know, yeah. are just kind of cranked out every year. And so being able to share something that I loved originally as a kid at this movie adaptation in college and being able to revisit it now and, and she was able to watch and really enjoy that. That was a special experience. Bill Murray, Willem Dafoe, Michael Gambon, Owen Wilson voice some other characters in, in the film as well. So the film Fantastic Mr. Fox 2019, you're able to borrow it on DVD from our library. I second that recommendation. I love that movie. Check it out. Check it out. Cool. So that's going to do it for us this week here on Check It Out. Check back next week and we'll have some more picks for you. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.